An asymmetric line, either in the hem or the neckline, or as a pattern on the material. I've been looking at my dance costumes recently, thinking about the different processes that I went through to create them, and I've noticed that certain elements have emerged. They keep showing up in different costumes that I have either designed myself or that I've had designed for me. And in particular, this asymmetrical line appears somewhere in the costume very often, either in the hemline or in the neckline, or as a pattern somewhere in the material. When I'm working with a designer, with a costume designer, it's very much a process of co-creation. So I will tell them about the dance piece that I'm creating, the idea, the choreography, the feeling, the emotional layer, so that they get a sense of the heart of the dance. I want them to really get the sense of the heart, the flavor of the movement structure and what's being created. And then, of course, each designer works very, very differently. So I have to learn their process and their pace. So that is a whole other piece in itself that requires a particular kind of approach and intelligence and receptivity on my part and observation, because often the designer will be working in their own way. They won't necessarily be used to explaining their process. In fact, I don't think I've ever asked a designer to explain to me their process or tell me anything about their process. I just do it through observation and allowing them to lead. So once I have conveyed the idea, the heart of the piece, the flavor and the essence of the piece, I allow them to lead that next part of the process. Because for the costume design and the making of the costume, they are the artist. That is how I approach this collaboration. So the process goes like this. I need to convey to them clearly the essence of what it is that I'm looking for in a costume and conveying that through conversation, through mood boards, through visual references, maybe swatches of material, talking about budget, also sketching something out perhaps, although I'm definitely not good at drawing. So either I will attempt to sketch or I'll describe and they will sketch. So we have a a rough model to work with. And then once that's done, I allow the designer's creativity to have full reign. They have full flow to giving the costume over to the designer and their creative process. So it's really their creative process at this point. And my job is to step back and leave the space for them to create. This isn't just a process of translation. It's not that they take what I've given them and just translate. I actually feel that it's important that the costume designer has their own creative process. So they bring their own vision into play. They bring their own vision into play. And for me, it's really always a joy to see how the heart of the dance is interpreted and transported and brought alive and costumed by their expertise. 
Recently, I have started dancing with the essence of Green Tara, the goddess Green Tara, and her energy became very present for me several weeks ago now during a meditation. She just came through, and I always pay attention to those moments in the meditative process, especially if a particular deity is coming through. So in my dance practice sessions, in my studio sessions, I have been playing with a palette of movement for her. I haven't created any set choreography yet. I'm still playing with a palette of movement that's based on her iconography and her essence. But what was really interesting was that in meditation last week, I saw the costume. I saw a costume for her dance. It just emerged within a few seconds of sitting down and I was thinking about her and within a few seconds this costume appeared. The cut and the flow and the outline, all of that was present. Not the details, but the outline, the cut and the flow. It just appeared within a matter of a few seconds, and this was very much a new experience for me in designing costume. Because in the past, I would have thought about it a lot more and gone through much more of a linear process, either on my own or with a costume designer. But this, of course, it's different because the design came to me fully. I'm not working with somebody else, but also the fact that it happened so fast. This was also new. I think that part of the reason that this happened so quickly and in the way that it did is that I am in a very new place of understanding of my own artistry. I have a deepened sense of ease and self-sufficiency in my identity as an artist. And when I say I'm in a new place, I'm talking really about in the last couple of weeks. So it's really very, very new. And this has been a huge process for me, I would say since winter 2022 to 23, when I came to India, particularly to Chennai, and reconnected with the energy of Chennai, which is a very special place for me because my dance guru is based there. And I have had in the past very important and formative experiences around dance in Chennai. So that was a moment of coming home to myself, of new beginnings. It was, a, it was very tumultuous, actually, but very, very potent. And so since then, in the last 14 months or so, I have been in this process of coming to a new understanding of who I am as an artist. And so this sense of self-sufficiency, the sense of ease, the sense of being complete and relaxed in who I am as an artist, in what I do, and more importantly, I think, in what I don't do. It's about not trying to do things that don't belong to me. It's about not worrying, should I be also doing this, or do I have enough? Am I offering enough? This sense of ease, of self-sufficiency, of knowing that what is emerging through me is sufficient, it's plenty it's complete. So there's. I've had to learn to really relax into that. For classically trained artists in particular, I think this is, this is such a big deal because the traditions in which we're trained are so deep and rich and there's such weight in them. 
because they're long-standing traditions as well. And the way in which we're trained is so formatted and is so rigorous. And of course, there is plenty of benefit in that rigor and in that foundation. We all know that. But we also know that it can be very, very hard to find yourself in the tradition. It can be really hard to find yourself in the tradition. And so this is something actually I've been talking a lot about on social media, particularly over over the last 12 months or so. This sense of I am the tradition, the sentence came to me, I am the tradition. That was during last winter, as I say, when I was spending time in Chennai, winter 2022 to 23. This realization came through that I am the tradition and whatever it is that I'm offering at this point, because I have been so immersed in the tradition, I don't need to try and find my place anymore. Being exactly where I am and offering what I offer as a dancer, that is the tradition expressing itself through me. So I think that sense of of ease is being reflected in the ease with which I'm able to create designs for costume and have complete confidence in them and allowing that flow that comes through trusting it, really, without having to question how does it relate to traditional costumes? How does it relate to something of the past? You know, what would my dance teacher think? Without having to find any external references, I think that is such a massive change in orientation. Rather than looking for external reference points, simply trusting the design and the flow that comes through, knowing that it is part of the tradition, it's a new flowering and that it stands on its own. So if you are starting to put together your own costumes, or you've been putting together your own costumes for a long time, have a look back and see what are the elements that repeat themselves, because somewhere in there, there's going to be your own signature or set of signature styles that you can draw on and do something with. For those of you who are speakers, you're not dancers necessarily, so you're not thinking in terms of costume, but you are thinking in terms of outfit. Allow your personality to come through. I think that's a really important piece in terms of projecting stage presence in a way that's going to feel comfortable for you. So I was speaking just now about that deepened sense of ease and self-sufficiency and If I'm wearing a costume that feels right for me, it feels as if it was just made for me because it was just made for me, that is when there is this increase. It's like you can do more with it. Just standing there in an outfit that feels completely comfortable for you, that feels like it is a part of you, you will automatically project greater stage presence. And if you are just starting out with creating your own costumes, choose one particular element to play with. Choose one edge that feels meaningful to you, something that you can play with and do something slightly different with so that it feels like a little bit of a stretch, but it doesn't feel uncomfortable. Now you can start your journey with designing your own costume. I think that a well-designed costume, especially when working with a deity like Green Tara, for me, a well-designed costume needs to have this quality of feeling like it's part of your skin, like it's part of you. 
and at the same time that it has this greater presence about it. So, like I say, particularly with working with the energy of a deity, and I feel like I'm going to be doing a lot more of that this year, the costume needs to play this dual role of feeling like it's part of you and it has this bigger presence. So it's sort of this bridge between you, the individual, and that presence, that essence, the deity, the resonance that you are projecting for the benefit of your audience.